test one, two, test, test. Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I'm Nick Prater, your announcer for this LWML Sunday. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is lay minister Bruce Sletton. The organist is Mrs. Courtney Sletton, and the acolytes are McKenna Schmidt and Carson Minning. Today's order of service can be found at trinity1874.com. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by the Dorcas Ladies Aid of Trinity Lutheran Church in celebration of LWML Sunday and dedicated to the glory of God. May God bless us as we worship together. Good morning, everyone. 
Welcome to worship this morning. It's great and wonderful that you all are here to worship with us as we join together as brothers and sisters in Christ under his name to worship together and to receive his gifts today of word and sacrament. Please stand this morning and let's greet each other in the name of the Lord. And members of our church, if you see people that you don't recognize or know, please go say hi and welcome them to worship today. Our special, or our opening hymn today will be a special hymn that was sung to the tune of number 527 in the Lutheran worship book. It is entitled, With Joy We Come Together. And our special music today will come to us from the Trinity Lutheran School Lamb's Choir. That will be after, later, later in the service. As you are taking your seats, uh, if you have opened up your bulletin for this morning, you'll notice that today is LWML Sunday, Lutheran Women's Missionary League, in which we have the chance uh, to recognize this wonderful group of ladies which serve us and our church in so many ways. And so uh, our theme uh, today will be concentrated on faith. And when Jesus says in our text from Luke, uh, if you have uh, faith, even the size of a mustard seed, you can tell a mulberry tree to plant itself into the ocean, and it will do it. And we're going to be talking about what that is and uh, what that means. We also have our uh, Lamb's Choir here today uh, to sing with us and um, for our worship today as well. So we're excited to have them here too. Let's open our worship today with a word of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for today, for this Lord's Day. And Lord, we ask that as we come together uh, to worship you now, most especially to receive from you, to be served by you through word and sacrament, uh, Lord, that you would give us a zeal for your house of worship here. Lord, truly, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We stand and sing our opening hymn.
We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Confident in his steadfast love, we approach our Heavenly Father seeking his forgiveness. Merciful Father, I confess that I have sinned against you and given his son to die for you and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins so then in the stead and by the command of our lord jesus christ i therefore forgive you all of your sins in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen in peace let us pray to the lord for the peace from above and for our salvation Let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord.
Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, our refuge and strength, the author of all godliness, by your grace, hear the prayers of your church. Grant that those things which we ask in faith we may receive through your bountiful mercy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated. Verses 1 to 4, chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. The oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help, and you will not hear? Or cry to you violence, and you will not save? Why do you make me see iniquity, and why do you idly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed, and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so justice goes forth perverted. I will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he has to say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. And the Lord answered me, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him. For the righteous shall live by his faith. This is the word of the Lord.
Thank you for singing one of my favorite hymns. Can we have the rest of the little disciples come forward now for the children's message and be a good time to bring your mighty wings. everybody how are you good do you know what is special about today what Cohen today we sang that's right that is something special we are celebrating um, some special missionaries here in our church today do you know who those are I want you to take a look right here at these ladies. Some of them are dressed in purple. Those are our missionaries here in our church that are members of what are called the LWML. Say those letters with me. LWML. Those ladies are part of a special group here in our church that work to uh, spread the gospel of Christ all throughout the world by supporting different missions. And guess what? They live right here in Freistadt and around our church. When we think of missionaries, what do we usually think of? When we think of missionaries, what do we usually think of? Logan? People telling about God? Where are they usually? When we think of missionaries in our mind, where do we usually think of them? Hudson? They, okay, they might be planting churches. Are missionaries usually here in Freistadt? Okay, they go to towns and tell other people about God. How many of you, when you think about missionaries, think about people going to other countries? I know that's what I think of when I think of missionaries, but right here... In Freistat, we have our very own special group that helps spread the word of God. And they do that by collecting money in these special little boxes. And they, these boxes are called mite boxes, M-I-T-E. Does anyone know what a mite is? It looks like this. Can you see that coin? In Jesus' time, this coin was kind of like our penny. It was not worth very much money. But there's a story in the Bible about a woman who had a mite, and she gave it to Jesus. And he said she gave everything that she could, and he blessed her giving. So our ladies in the LWML keep these little boxes like this. And what does it say on this side? What does it say on this side, Grace? It says, help others. So the money that goes in this box, God will bless to help others. And the LWML says that the money that goes in this box is above and beyond 
what women already give to their church, and this goes out all around the world. On this little piece of paper is a list of all of the missions that the ladies aid or the LWML has helped this year. There's 21 on there. Millions and millions of dollars is raised in these little boxes to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ all around the world. And these ladies never even have to get on a plane. They don't have to go anywhere. In fact, they meet in our school. Did you know that? Have you seen them down there sometimes? So today you will have a mite box to take home with you. Each family will get to take a mite box. And in it, you can start collecting your pennies or your coins. And then Karen or Doris, do these stay at home until when? I forgot to ask you before we started. When your box gets full, then bring it to church and we'll get it to you guys. So when your box gets all full, bring it back to church and Pastor Jake or I will bring it to the ladies' aid and it will help spread help to others by telling the good news of Jesus all around the world. Okay? Let's bow our heads and pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you for our LWML and all of our missionaries that serve here and around the world, and we just ask that you bless these mites, um, that they will uh, return your word uh, to those who need to hear it most. And in Jesus' name we all pray, amen. So if you guys will grab one per family as you go... We continue with the reading of the psalm. We read this responsibly. Psalm 62. For God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. How long will all of you attack a man to batter him? Like a leaning wall, a tottering fence. God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. On God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, my refuge is God. Those of low estate are but a breath. 
Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balances, they group. They are together lighter than a breath. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this. The power belongs to God. second reading for this morning comes from 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning at the first verse. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day, as I remember your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice, and now, I am sure, dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle and and teacher, which is why I suffer as I do. But I am not ashamed, for I know what I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me, and the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. This is the word of our Lord. Please be. Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. And Jesus said to his disciples, Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It will be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times, saying, I repent, you must forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you had faith like a grain of a mustard seed, 
You could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Will any of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him, when he has come in from the field, come at once and recline at table? Will he not rather say to him, prepare supper for me and dress properly and serve me while I eat and drink, and afterward you will eat and drink? Does he thank the servant because he did what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were commanded, say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. This is the gospel of our Lord. Pray with me, please. Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's meditation is the gospel lesson that was just read from Luke chapter 17. This morning's sermon was written by Pastor Dean Nadesty, who is President Emeritus of the, of the Minnesota South District. And the text again, And the Lord said, If you had faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. We hear a lot of talk these days about how difficult it is to be a Christian, that the world has changed. That the nation has changed. 
And more and more people are walking away from the church or choosing never to affiliate at all because we are seen as irrelevant, hypocritical, judgmental. The more secularized we become as a nation, we're told, the less impact we Christians seem to have. All this talk about the challenges of living in a post-Christian world can lead to timid, fearful, even doubtful disciples of Jesus Christ. Truthfully, our world is really not that much different from the world of Jesus' first disciples. Their world has been described as a pre-Christian world in which people did not know Jesus or his teachings or his mission. That phrase, pre-Christian, may be a better description for our world today than post-Christian. It says that Christians are not participants in a dying institution, but rather a movement. It says that people are watching us, wondering what makes us tick. To call our world pre-Christian is to say we can still have an impact by the way that we live. It says that our stories and our songs matter, and that our everyday life means everything to the way the world sees Jesus. And this is exactly what was happening with Jesus and his first disciples in Luke chapter 17. Jesus was constantly teaching about everyday values and practices. Here he tells his disciples that they would need to forgive others, even if they have been wronged even if they had been wrong seven times in a single day. He wasn't talking about some institutional health here, but rather a way of life. He was referring to the simple but challenging act of confronting another with their sin and voicing forgiveness as well. This is the stuff of everyday relationships. But it's hard to confront, though, isn't it? And it is hard to forgive, You see, the roots of bitterness run deep, and they last long, sort of like tree roots, sort of like mulberry tree roots, stubborn and strong. No wonder the disciples responded to Jesus' challenge to forgive with the words, increase our faith. What they could have said was, good Lord, you expect us to forgive like that and often? That's so hard. We need greater faith if we're going to do that. Give us greater faith, Lord. To be sure, it was one of those teaching moments. So when his disciples said, increase our faith, Jesus did not say, sure, presto, there you go, you have greater faith. What he did say was this. If you had faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Jesus doesn't explain his response. Luke, who records these words, doesn't interpret them either. But you have to admit, it's quite an image. With just a little faith, Jesus is saying, faith as small as a mustard seed, the faith that you have right now, you can uproot a 30-foot mulberry tree and plant it at the bottom of the sea. I can imagine a Christian saying to a mulberry tree, pull up your roots and head for the ocean tree. You will be the first mulberry tree successfully transplanted to the ocean floor. 
Then we see, of all things, this giant 30-foot mulberry tree flying off to its new surroundings 4,000 feet below sea level. So what is Jesus saying here? For one thing, he is saying that it is not helpful to quantify our faith. Let me say that one more time. Jesus is not saying that it is not, sorry, uh, Jesus is saying that it is not helpful to quantify our faith. Jesus' disciples were trying to do that with their, with their request, increase our faith, they said. Put another way, Jesus, give us more faith, heroic faith, enough faith to do the hard thing in the hard times. Jesus' response says that it is not helpful at all to make faith a quantifiable possession. We say that, though, don't we? We say, if I only had enough faith, we say, if I could just believe enough, or negatively, we say, I guess I just don't have enough faith. Notice how the weight of those statements is on us. Can we believe enough? Can we trust enough? Can we have enough faith to make things happen? So, if faith is not quantifiable, how do we understand Jesus' words, faith like a grain of a mustard seed? How can faith send mulberry trees flying into the sea? I believe that Jesus' concept of faith puts the whole matter of faith into our relationship with him. Faith, like a grain of mustard seed, is simply trust in him. A trust that abides in him. A trust that depends on him. And a trust that lives every day in him. It is only in Christ that we move mulberry trees. Even the deep ones like bitterness or lack of forgiveness. That is only possible as Christ lives in us. In Latin, there are two words for faith. The first is fides, which might be said to be quantifiable. It is faith that certain things are true. Fides says, I believe that God created the world, that Jesus was born of a virgin, that Jesus was crucified and raised from the dead, that the Spirit brings life. Our creeds are examples of fides. The other word for faith in Latin is fiducia. This is relational faith. It is trust in the Lord, being rooted in the power of God. This was Martin Luther's preferred word for faith. You can hear fiducia at work in Paul's familiar words in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him, Christ, who strengthens me. So faith, like a mustard seed, says that I can forgive, not so much because I have faith enough to do it, but rather because I live and make decisions inside a strong relationship with Jesus Christ. Faith, like a grain of mustard seed, says I already have what I need to live my Christian life in witness. I have Christ. Or better yet, Christ has me the one who came and died for me, the one who broke through death and came to life for me, the one who called me as a baptized child of God and made me his own. He makes seemingly impossible things possible. 
So in Christ, I confront the person who has wronged me and I offer forgiveness. In Christ, I do the hard thing and share faith with my neighbor. In Christ, I make time to pack food for the hungry when I thought I was too busy. In Christ, I drop a quarter into an LWML mite box, believing it will make a difference. In Christ, I hold the hand of a neighbor in the hospital who may not be my favorite neighbor. In Christ, I phone a friend who has become distant. So in Christ, the church takes on a new ministry, knowing that it will be a stretch simply because it is what Christ would have us do. So we see our community then, not as the enemy, but as our mission field. And underneath it all, you hear mulberry trees moving, hard things, seemingly impossible things, things happening because Christ lives within me, because Christ lives within us. The Lutheran Women's Missionary League has always lived by mustard seed faith, little gifts, Mites combined across our synod make big things happen in mission across the world. Christ has been moving mulberry trees through the LWML since 1942. What a model they are for Christian discipleship. If our congregations are the soul of the LCMS, if our pastors, workers, and missionaries are the beautiful feet of the LCMS, if our seminaries and universities are the mind of the LCMS, and if Lutheran Hour Ministries is the voice of the LCMS, then the, LW, then the LWML is at its heart. The women of our church have taught us what it means to move mulberry trees with just a little faith. In a different gospel, Jesus talks about moving mountains with mustard seed faith. Here it is that the mulberry tree that is the one that gets moved. Either way, the message is the same. In our relationship with Jesus, we have what it is necessary to do difficult, even seemingly impossible things. And why should that be so hard to believe? He has moved us from death to life, from being orphans to being His, from guilt to cleansing, from conflict to reconciliation. A painting by Vincent van Gogh is titled The Mulberry Tree. He painted it in 1889 while in voluntary confinement at St. Paul Asylum in St. Remy, France. I probably said that wrong. The mulberry tree that van Gogh gives us is impressive. It is strong, gnarly, abundant with bushy foliage, and in his painting, rich with tones of yellow and gold. It is formidable rooted in rock and set against a deep blue sky. For Van Gogh, an ordinary tree took on the character of beauty, strength, and even joy. Yellow was his color for joy. And so that be our attitude the next time that we say that something is difficult to follow Christ. What appears to be hard and even impossible may be just the thing we need to do as we live with Christ day in and day out. And because Christ abides in us, with us, because of that, the difficult thing then can be done in joy. It may not be easy, but it is possible in Christ. And so may it be said of us, those were the days when Christians moved mulberry trees. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Please stand. We continue by reciting in faith the words of our Christian faith. These in the Apostles' Creed, it is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of At this time, we will gather our tithes and offerings, and the pew that you are in is a red sign-in book, and whether you are a member or a guest with us, we ask very kindly that you would fill that out so that we have record that you were here today, and if you are a guest with us, if you would be so kind as to put away that we might be able to reach you, to thank you uh, for coming with us, uh, I'm sorry, for coming to Trinity today to worship with us. We gather our tithes and offerings. Please stand.
Friends in Christ, lift up your hearts to God and pray with me. Almighty God, give to your church a boldness of faith, which is not afraid to go where you lead us. Lord, in your mercy. We thank you for the mission and ministry of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League, supporting your work across the world. By your spirit, strengthen and encourage all Christian women as they fulfill their various callings and service to you. Sustain our generosity as we support mission outreach through our LWML might boxes. Lord, by your power, multiply our gifts for your kingdom's increase. Lord, in your mercy. Bring healing, Lord, to those who are sick. Bring comfort and hope to the grieving. We lift up you in prayer to all of those on our health list. Melba, Landreth, Janice, Carol, Ethel, Joan, Addison, Steve, Becky, Wayne, Bob Dodson, Mark, Gary Magruder, Bob Curtit, Emma, Brenna, Rose Marie, Bob Yelenek, John Alexander, Debbie, Mary, Fred, Lisa, Jen, Catherine, Deborah, Joe, Phil, Louise, Ruth, Loetta, Glennon, Dennis Dalwagon, Dennis Nost, Nellie, Gary Deegan, John Eden. Along with all of those now, we name in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy. With grateful hearts, we celebrate your grace in the lives of the newly baptized, those just married, and those with birthdays and anniversaries. We join Ted and Carol in giving thanks to you for 32 years of blessed marriage. Continue to be the center of their lives. Lord, in your mercy. For all who lead in the world and in our nation, and for those who lead in your church, bless them to lead with humility, wisdom, justice, and peace. Protect all who serve us in harm's way. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of life, use us, your people, to provide for the poor and the hungry across the world. Through your church, preserve and defend the unborn and all victims of hate and injustice. Renew our faith as we serve boldly in your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord our God, King of the universe. For you have had mercy on us and blessed us with a living, active faith in Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Here we remember and proclaim that he, what he has done for us, how he has saved us from sin, death, and hell by his bitter suffering and death, and by his glorious resurrection. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing.
Lord and trusting in His promises, we are bold to pray together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. The Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communion, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm with each communicant that Jesus is your Savior and Lord, and with Lutheran Christians, you confess. I recognize and confess that I am a Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
service book, O Sacred Head Now Wounded.
last of our community hymns today is number 475 in the
And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. God the Father, we give you thanks that in this meal you strengthen us for service in your kingdom. Your love in this sacrament motivates us to live out our faith in Jesus Christ, your Son, and all of our callings and relationships. By your Holy Spirit, give us grace to go out with boldness, to witness to what we have seen and heard. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Serve the Lord with gladness.
Just a few announcements before we close with worship today. Uh, first of all, there is always a short prayer session in our chapel immediately after uh, we are done in this room. Uh, the chapel is right outside and to the left uh, into, uh, and through those doors. Uh, for anyone who would like to join, um, a small bottle of nitrate pills was found last Sunday. They're in the church office. So if those belong to you, they're in the church office. Mission Sunday is October 20th. Uh, Pastor Brent Smith from, from Mission Central in Iowa will be coming to uh, preach for us and then also to lead our Bible classes on that day um, and also then to give a presentation uh, after our potluck on that day as well. That's October the 20th. All are invited to come. Uh, then the voters meeting potluck, we have so many potlucks this month, such a great month, uh, is on October 27th following the church service, so that is the last Sunday of the month. Uh, Trinity will have a booth at Apple Butter Making Days in Mount Vernon on, on October 11, 12, and 13. We're looking for volunteers. Pretzels, apple cider, and apple pies will be offered at our booth. If you can help in the booth, please contact Amanda Menning. She's in the back there with, with, with her hands up. Do you have an announcement about that? Yes. Okay, go I'm ahead. still looking for workers for Friday night. Okay. So if you can work Friday night from 3 to 6, that's the space that I need filled. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, the, the Ladies' Aid LWML will have a sock and underwear in gathering on October 13th for the, church, for the children in the St. Louis area. Baskets will be on a table in the Narthex for the collection of socks and underwear and for cash to support needed items. Sizes needed are child size 3 to small adult, and thank you for supporting this mission project. The Turkey Shoot fundraiser for the church and school is on October the 19th, starting at 10 a.m. at Ryan and Janelle Stockton's home. Janelle, raise your hand. If you do not know where their home is, uh, it's not hard to get to, um, but there uh, she is if you have any questions about that. Uh, the next Friends in Christ event for October is on the 19th at the Senator's House. The Senator's House is even easier to get to from here. They live right down there. Down there. Don't go down there. Yeah. Um, but any, uh, anyone and all are invited to attend that. That's again on the 19th at the Senator's House. Um, and then the funeral service uh, for Lorne Clybaker will be this coming Friday. Visitation will be held at Buchanan Funeral Home on the, th the Thursday before from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. And uh, as I said, the funeral services will be held here at Trinity on Friday, October 11th at 11 a.m. The final announcement is that you will uh, uh, see members will in your parish callers. Beginning on October the 27th, we are going to be sort of mixing up uh, the Sunday morning schedule and the Sunday morning lineup. Uh, my dad, uh, Bruce Sledden, will be leading the adult Bible class at 8.45 in the chapel at its regular time. He is leading us through the book of James. Uh, and then the Sunday school lineup for um, grades uh, from the mommy and me up through uh, 12th, 12th grade. The mommy and me, please talk to my wife, Courtney, um, about that. You, you guys will, uh, will still continue to meet as you, as you have been. Uh, sixth through 12th grade uh, will be led by myself. This will meet in the library at school. Uh, second through fifth grade will be led by Don Kleibaker. Uh, they meet in the basement of the school. And then preschool through first grade will be led by Katrina McBlair, and they meet in the basement of the, of the school as well. Uh, you you kind of see there in, in your parish caller the schedule. Um, and uh, the first Sunday will be traditional Sunday school learning. On the second Sunday, uh, second grade through 12th, will work together on developing their own children's message uh, that will be delivered on a Sunday to come. 
Uh, the third Sunday is a teaching Sunday, so grades 6 through 12 will act as the teachers for grades preschool through first grade, uh, and grades 2 through 5 will teach themselves and their teacher. And then the fourth Sunday is a Bible movie Sunday. And then the fifth Sundays, when we have those, will be servant Sundays. All of the students will be asked to serve their church and community by doing an age-appropriate servant project. Uh, please join us for this new lineup. If you haven't been coming to uh, the adult Baba class or um, uh, if you haven't uh, been bringing your kids to our Sunday school, please, please do so. Um, there is, There are... Uh, how do I say this? Um, there is nothing in the world that you can possibly learn more of than God's Word. Uh, so please consider joining us uh, in the mornings. I believe that's all the announcements that I have. Uh, try to stay dry, and I pray that you all have a very, very blessed week. I think that wasn't all.